What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming at you guys with week three of our movies that make you wet. With Jaws from 1975. Yep. This was originally slated to be part one of our villain face-off for the month, but we've decided that we're just not going to do a villain face-off this month because neither of us are feeling totally up for it yeah for this one um but we are still keeping uh obviously this movie and the movie that we had already previously thought about for the the last episode so mm-hmm. everything's moving along the same way that it was just without the villain face off yeah but uh yeah i mean when i came up with this idea for this theme i knew that we had to have jaws somewhere in here you can't mm. have a water-based horror theme without having Jaws. Yeah. And we've never done it before. We're pushing 171 episodes now. This will be 172. So we're long overdue for doing this movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but before we dive into that movie discussion, we'll kick off a news and boom. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking nothing right now. I thought so. <laughs> um, I already had my only beer I'd left uh, during the start of the Leafs game. Uh, you know, go Leafs go, you know, yep, you're playing yep. right now. Um, Kicking ass. But yeah, and then it's 420 today. So, you know. That's true. Couldn't uh, not celebrate it. So. That's true. I never even thought of that. I should have smoked tonight too. Yeah. Oh, what wow. would you? What are you drinking? Um. Okay. Well, we're going to get canceled by our hillbilly listeners, <laughs> but uh, our neighbor doesn't drink and he had some Bud Light Lime left over from mm. last time his buddies were at his place. So he brought them over to me and I'm drinking that tonight. Nice. Very controversial pick. I like it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's hot in here. Feel better? Not yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Well, what have you been watching since we last talked? Uh, this week watched a little bit. I did actually watch a horror movie this week. That's uh, good. So you know, starting to think you weren't even a horror fan anymore. I know. I know. Um, watched Twenty Two Jump Street because it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, movies. I don't know. It's okay. It's it's funny, but I don't know. It's kind of slow. Hmm. Uh, watch Little Miss Sunshine. Um, been a while since I've seen that. I think it's on the IMDb list. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, been a while since I've seen that. Uh, watch Burnt, which is a Bradley Cooper movie. Um, but him uh, being a chef and stuff, uh, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie, which was released after the first season. Um, and I'm really hoping this anime kicks back up again because the first season was so good so i've never heard of it it's amazing it's so good man highly recommend it check it out uh my one horror movie i watched this week (laughs) is a movie that is 
your movie yep. um, that is laid to rest. Uh, so we, we are moving in a week exactly today. And I was packing up my movie, still have half a shelf or full shelf to go still. But um, I have a stack of movies you let me like Two literally probably three years ago. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I watched Laid to Rest. Um, I don't know. It was I liked it, but didn't like it. I don't know. It's like bad, mm. but good. Yeah. I don't know. The gores, the kills and the gore is like pretty rad. Mm-hmm. But the story, the acting like is pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched Moana because it's been a while since I've seen that, and I don't know it felt like watching an anime movie. So, yeah, cool. That's pretty much it. Very nice. What about All you? Right. Well, get your screen off, and then I'll tell you. Oh yeah, sorry. I need to plug in my <laughs> laptop. I was distracted. We'll see you can go ahead. Before. I am. I had to get it up. All right. Uh, yeah, there's bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, so I watched Bridesmaids, uh, just randomly. Nice. I just I was in the mood for a comedy, and I saw it while mm-hmm. I was scrolling. Um, and then to make you happy, I watched Little Miss Sunshine. Love it because well, I had thought that I'd never seen it before. Yeah. But then Sarah told me that I watched it like whenever we first got together, which was like. Hmm. A long time ago actually the year that this movie came out i think damn so yeah 17 years i think now yeah um but i didn't remember any of it i love it too i think it's a very good movie yeah um happy i rewatched it uh i mean the boys watched dc league of super pets it's fun um and then i was sick Monday and Tuesday this week. So I was home from work and I decided to bang out some movies that I've been wanting to watch. Rewatch movies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I watched gladiator because it's part of the IMDb top two fifty, and it's been a while since I've watched it. Um, Nice. Obviously amazing movie. Mm -hmm. I watched princess Mononoke, which was the first time watch uh, also on the IMDb top two fifty. Uh, I loved it, man. I think that movie is so fucking good. Yeah, and I've never seen it, so. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's like borderline a horror movie, too. It's fucking. Damn. Excuse me. Holy shit. It's wild. Uh, then I watched Men in Black, just because. Why not? Uh, and then We're the Millers, because I was in a comedy kick. Yes, that's been like, I've scrolled past it like a few times. And like, I've always wanted to put it on, but I don't know, just. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> it's a fun movie. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched Kids vs. Aliens, which is a new one on Shudder. Oh. Uh, it's from the director of not Turbo Kid. I think it was the same producer as Turbo Kid. Mm. Uh, fuck. Who directed it? Jason Eisner is his name. Oh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, okay. Nice. The same director as that. Um, it was a fun movie. I liked it. There's some nice. pretty gnarly scenes in it. Um, That's sick. Just basically kids fighting off an alien invasion. About to check it out. Yeah, it was fun. And lastly, we watched Finding Dory. I let the kids pick a movie, and that's what they picked. Awesome. So, yeah, watched quite a bit this past week, just with being sick and at home and yeah. not really wanting to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Still a little bit sick if you can hear it, but 
getting better. Good. All right. As for the news, um, Insidious the Red Door trailer dropped this week. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've watched the trailer yet or not. I haven't, no, because we were going to do a reaction, so I didn't. Uh, I see you went ahead and watched it then. Too late for that now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I love the Insidious movies. Well, some of them. And I don't know how I feel about this one. Looks like it's going to be kind of tame. Or or they did the trailer right and they didn't show us all the fucking scary bits. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That'd be cool. Could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I texted you the other day because I'm super stoked about this one. But uh, they announced the new Godzilla versus King Kong oh, yeah. movie called The New Empire. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see Godzilla and King Kong joining forces this time yeah to fight some other monsters that have been laying dormant underneath the earth Mm -hmm. and lastly we have two huge movie releases this weekend and i'm excited for both of them but i have a strong feeling i'm not gonna be able to go and see either one of them this weekend but i'm really hoping i can go at least for one but uh yeah evil dead rise comes out and yeah. Bo is Afraid also comes out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Super pumped for both those. Yeah. I'm really hoping I can go see Evil Dead right this, Rise this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see how everything plans out. All right. Cool. Uh, as for 4K releases, um, there's a few. There isn't really any horror. I think there's one horror, but I've never heard of it. Uh, so um serpico uh al pacino nice. movie um yeah. i've never seen it but Good. i've heard of it uh 12 angry men got a 4k release oh ho, ho. So that's pretty cool i wonder how that looks yeah we might forget that yeah um and then there's a couple there's a criterion collection uh release um the seventh seal by inkmar bergman which yeah. is a director that I've seen like everywhere, but I've never seen any of his movies. So I mm-hmm. kind of want to get into his. And then the horror movie that I, I think it is, it's The Haunting of Julia. Never heard never of heard it. Never heard of it. I don't know. So Sounds it's, like a horror. it's a collector's edition. So I don't know. It must be the older movie, maybe. The Haunting of Julia. Oh, Mia Farrow. Hmm. Huh. 1977. Drama, horror, and mystery. Hmm. Cool. Well, I probably won't be getting that one. <laughs> no. But that 12 Angry Men, that's enticing. Yeah. That's an amazing movie. Yeah, it is very enticing, yeah. All and right. That's it. Cool, cool. Let's uh, cue the theme music and we'll dive on in. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about Jaws from 1975. 
the OG shark attack movie. Yeah. The movie that made people afraid of oceans and sharks for the past 50, almost 50 mm-hmm. years. Um, finally doing it. Yep. Starting off the synopsis. When a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community off Cape Cod, it's up to a local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. Yeah. And hunt it down they do. This movie was directed by the one and only Steven Spielberg, who needs no introduction. Everybody knows who he is. I don't need to rhyme off his resume. <laughs> um. I had the suggestion of us doing our top three Spielberg movies, but you reminded me that we did that already on our Close Encounters episode. Yeah. So if you want to know that, go check out that episode. Because mm-hmm. we're not repeating it. Uh, the cast list starting off is Roy Scheider, who plays uh, Sheriff Brody. Uh, he came back and reprised his role in Jaws 2. Uh, he was in the French Connection, all that jazz, and the Punisher. He played uh, what's his name's father? What's his name? Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays dad. Uh, Robert Shaw played Quint. Um, he sadly passed away three years after Jaws was released. Um, but he was in From Russia with Love, The Sting, A Man for All Seasons, and the original Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Um, Richard Dreyfus plays Hooper. Uh, he was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, American Graffiti, The Good Guy Girl, Mr. Holland's Opus, and a whole bunch of other movies. And lastly, I have Lorraine Gary, who plays Ellen Brody. Um, she came back in Jaws 2 and Jaws 3, The Revenge, um, reprising her role. And she was also in a movie called 1941. But uh, yeah. That's all I got. I don't know if you had any honorable mentions or not. No, I didn't know. No. Have you ever watched any of the sequels? I haven't, no. Me either. I hear that like they're actually not bad. Like yeah. even some people like Jaws 4. Like it's kind of like cult classic, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that the revenge or is Jaws 3 the revenge? Uh, it might be Jaws 3, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to watch them. Mm-hmm. Because the second one has uh, um, Brody back in it. Yeah. I don't know how much he's in it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even really know like what the story premise is for those sequels. Mm-hmm. I imagine mm-hmm. it's obviously similar, but. Yeah. It's definitely not Bruce. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. Are you ready to kick off the movie discussion? Yes, sir. Um, so before we get into this, uh, so Jaws is widely regarded as the inventor of the summer blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, the quintessential blockbuster movie, you know, that started it all. So I wanted to run through a list of every summer blockbuster since Jaws. Holy fuck. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make it quick. Okay. Uh, Okay. If you have any comments, just stop me. Okay. I'll also say the worldwide box office of the movies. Like you're going through a list of 48 movies? That'll be quick. Okay. All right. That'll be quick. Okay. Okay. So Jaws made 470 million worldwide. 
the omen the following year hmm. 60.9 million Jesus. star wars 503 greece 366 mil reese yeah greece oh and greece greece what did you think i said reese like reese's peanut butter cups i, was like, I don't think they were reese? invented then no i know i just that's the <laughs> word that i heard uh alien uh made 203 million star wars episode 5 400 million raiders of the lost ark 354 mil et 663 mil back-to-back spielbergs yep yep star wars return of the jedi 374 indiana jones temple of doom 333 mm-hmm. seeing a trend here yeah uh back to the future 381 okay. top gun 353 beverly hills cop 2 made almost 300 million worldwide wow yeah that was an 87 good job eddie murphy who framed roger rabbit yes 329 mil indiana jones last crusade 574 mil ghost made over 500 million damn t2 judgment day 519 nice. lethal weapon 3 and 92 random 321 million jurassic park 912 million Spielberg. yeah uh the <laughs> lion king 763 mil die hard with a vengeance in 95 366 independence day 817 million the lost world jurassic park 618 mil armageddon 553 star wars episode one 924 million yeah mission impossible 2 546 mil okay uh shrek 484 million Spider-Man, 821 mil. Yeah. Finding Nemo, 871. Shrek 2, 919 million. So made double, almost double what Shrek did worldwide. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember people are super stoked about Shrek 2. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode 3, 848. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest made... Uh, like a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean Outworld's End, 963 million. The Dark Knight uh made like a billion as well. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter Half-Blood Prince made 934. Toy Story 3 made over a bill. Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part 2 made uh insane amount of money. <laughs> uh <laughs> the Avengers. Uh, I don't even know what these numbers are anymore. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. How much did you smoke tonight? Uh, Iron Man 3 made a shit ton. Transformers Age of Extinction. Oh, really? Jurassic World. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. Despicable Me 3. Avengers Infinity War. Avengers Endgame. And Top Gun Maverick. Shit. Yeah, they don't have 2020 or 2021, so I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Summer blockbusters. Well, probably not with COVID. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No summer movies. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, I'm smart. Yeah. It's cool to see the changing of the trends. Mm -hmm. 
like we went from like well there's actually a few more horror movies than i was expecting at the start Which, it was yeah. all mostly horror and sci-fi yeah at the start like we had alien the omen um and then like it moved into like action movies yeah and like action adventure movies yeah and then it moved into like animation yeah animation cgi yeah and then it moved into fucking marvel of course but yeah yeah that was cool to see that trend mm-hmm. some fucking oh how much is spielberg worth like, a lot i'd like to know what like the net gross is on all of his movies yeah yeah like combined yeah. that'd be fuck man he's made so much goddamn money yes yes What's uh, is it the Fablemans? Yeah, he did the Fablemans. Yeah, that came out last year. Yeah. Have Have you watched that? Yeah, I think so. Eh? No, I haven't. No, I want to. It's it's. I heard it's like a, not like an autobiography. Like it, it's about his life, mm-hmm. kind of, but not really, or something. Yeah, it's like loosely based mm-hmm. off of it. Yeah, yeah, I really want to watch it. Be interesting. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Jaws. Um, the movie that started uh at all pretty much. Um. This is like a classic. Uh, I've seen it a few times. I'm sure you have too. Um, and like right off the bat, we get our first kill. Really, it's like yeah, kids at a party. You know, they go out skinny dipping. The girls in the water, and she gets taken down. She's screaming, and then like I don't know where the fuck the guy went. Like he passed out on the beach. He was drunk as fuck. Oh, did he? Yeah, because he was oh, okay. chasing her, and he's like, "I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk." But meanwhile, he's tripping over his own feet trying to get yeah. his pa- pants off. Yeah, but like oh, this man. girl had no business swimming that far out in the middle of the night in no. the ocean. No, she didn't. Like you're just asking for something to get you. I know. So she's like screaming. She obviously gets killed, mm-hmm. and then uh, the next morning they find the the body, and they you meet meet Chief Brody and. They don't really tell anybody that they found the body, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, like Chief Brody and the mayor and stuff like that. Uh, so then now the next day, um, there's at the beach again, and like this, I watched the 4K, and like this movie like looks really good. Yeah. Uh, but before, like I, I'll go ahead. I was gonna say before you move on with that first kill, there's some like super cool trivia with this movie too. And like with that first kill, you see um, like a woman's arm kind of sticking up out of the sand. And like whenever you first see her dead body. Yeah. And uh, they had like a prosthetic arm, but James or uh, Spielberg didn't like the way that it looked like he said it didn't look real enough. And like the they couldn't get the angle on it properly. So they ended up burying one of the female crew members in the sand. And like, that's actually like a woman buried in the sand with just her arm sticking out. That's hilarious. Which I thought was really cool. <laughs> like just the shit that they had to do with this movie. Was, some of it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I like literally had one note. I took the entire movie and it was about how much I hate this fucking Island and the people in it. Oh man, there's such pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> especially the mayor oh yeah. my god like the guy's a fucking dumbass man yeah. like like i understand it's a tourist place and like you make your money from tourism but like people keep dying on your beach dude nobody's gonna come anymore yeah yeah like he's just so blind from like 
dollar signs dollar signs pretty much um but yeah this like movie doesn't hold back man beginning of the movie everyone's out on the beach and then there's a kid on like this kind of life raft thing and uh he gets taken under by the shark and everyone starts running in and and then it's like realize that it's like some lady's kid that fucking got eight and uh yeah. you know it's pretty wild um did you hear the story about this too no so the woman who played that lady lee lee fier or something like that she ended up going to a restaurant like year decades later mm-hmm. and one of the menus items was the al what was his name alex alex kintner yeah but like the alex kintner burger or sandwich or something like that <laughs> and she was like oh like i i played his mother in, in a movie yeah and so the waitress ran and got the owner and the yeah. owner came out and it ended up being the the kid actor who owned what? the restaurant yeah no way it was the first time they'd seen each other since the movie wrapped up that's crazy yeah wow that's awesome that's a cool it's story like such a small world yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like right off the bat of the movie too, like this has probably one of the most iconic scores in any movie. Oh, absolutely. John Williams fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the score is so like, it's creepy, scary, but then also some scenes it's very like whimsical. Like it has that like Indiana Jones kind of like yeah adventure uh score like when they're on the boat like near the end and stuff like trying to catch this thing yeah it's really like one of a kind yeah spielberg laughed at it at first too well it's like just like two notes like the most iconic one right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah so the opening scene the the kid guest eight and then they're like back at the at the coroner's table and you know the mayor's like oh i got a big weekend coming up you know go to the <laughs> beach and uh brody's just like what's no <laughs> like <laughs> a kid just died uh, eaten by a shark and you want to go out and the guy's like oh it's not a big deal it's never happened before you know in our beach and stuff like that um so then brody calls i forget what hooper's job title is he's like a like a marine biologist kind of basically yeah yeah. he studies sharks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah he he ends up coming and then he they're like examining the body and he's like doing like all the scientists stuff like uh explaining like what was damaged and stuff and like it looks like he's about to like throw up and you see like just a part of like the girl's arm it like looks all like fucked up it's yeah. i love that scene a lot yeah yeah because like you expect him to like pull out like a full gurney sort of thing yeah and all he pulls out is like basically a fucking tupperware container <laughs> of this girl's body parts yeah yeah <laughs> and then like the mayor's just like sitting in the back like just annoyed with everything like you know, he's like, oh, this is a waste of time. Like, just probably what he's thinking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so now they hold, like, a kind of meeting with the town 
to try and figure out what to do and like people just aren't taking this seriously like there's people making jokes about like the kid and stuff and it's yeah. like what the fuck yeah yeah imagine being that kid's mom sitting there because like she makes a like a reward like yeah you know three thousand dollars to the person who catches or kills the shark mm-hmm. and like someone like at like the judge's table or whatever it is to like make a joke about it it's like yeah. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> And that's when Quint uh, kind of speaks up too. And he says he'll yeah. guarantee that he'll capture and kill the shark, but he wants $10,000 for it. Yeah. 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 I really like Quint in this movie. He's like, he he's old, but like, not really. I don't know. He just is very old school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love him in this movie. Um. There's a scene later on, and it reminds me so much of that scene in the lighthouse when the two of them are just like sitting there at the table bickering mm-hmm. between Quint and Hooper. Mm-hmm. And like Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfus like actually hated each other oh, in real really? life. So like this bickering is like pretty legit. Like they mm-hmm. did not get along whatsoever. Interesting. Yeah. Wonder why that is. I don't know. I feel like Robert Shaw could kind of probably be a bit of a dick. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically like the next day, all these fucking fishermen from like all over the place. Cause she sent out like, not only to like the local newspaper, but like to newspapers, like two towns over. So like all these like fishermen are coming, like trying <laughs> to catch the, the, the shark and they have like no idea how to fish or like, no one even on this island knows what a shark is, right? Like, yeah, because I guess they get them so rarely there. Maybe. Well, but, yeah, like it's it's Cape Cod. I don't think that's a huge shark area. That's Cape Cod is near Michigan, not Michigan. Uh, um, like New England is what? Yeah, I, New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but anyway, so. Uh, all these people show up and like even before Brody is like doing research on sharks and like some of the pictures that you see in like the textbook he's reading was pretty fucking gnarly. A guy like yeah. missing his whole fucking leg and <laughs> it's nuts. One guy had like a big chunk out of his side, like his rib cage. Yeah, yeah. But uh I think this movie does a really good job of like truly terrifying people. Mm-hmm. And like in reality, sharks aren't they're dangerous but like yeah they're not as dangerous as people make them out to be what was the stat like isn't it it's something like more people die from cows in a yeah, year I think we than mentioned sharks. that in the shallows yeah yeah we did yeah 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 um, which is nuts but like i attribute people's fear of sharks to this movie 100 percent. like if it wasn't for this movie well i don't want to say if it wasn't for this movie but like this movie kicked off the whole shark frenzy or mm-hmm. movies and like shark attack movies and all this shit. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. So like if this movie wasn't made, people may not be as afraid of sharks as what they are now. Yeah. Like we have our, but our good buddy Dennis who is fucking petrified of sharks mm-hmm. and we live in Canada. <laughs> like we don't have sharks here. <laughs> no. There's no reason to be afraid of them here. Well, where we live, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like we're not like in a coastal town or anything like that. There's no, no. ocean near us or anything like no, that. No, not even close. <laughs> yeah. We have the St. Lawrence River and there's no sharks in there. So yeah. yeah. Like the worst we have is a muskie. Uh, and um just crazy the effect that this movie had yeah and also there's like the ocean is scary right oh yeah like it's such an unknown mm-hmm. like even today like I what the stat is but it's like only like i don't know what number it is but it's like under 50 percent of the ocean has been like discovered wasn't it only like two percent is it that low it's like stupid low like we know more about space than we know about our oceans. Yeah, which is crazy stat. But it's just like you don't know what's in there. I think that's what makes like even just being in water. Like I find like whatever you go swimming in like a lake or something like you usually can't see the bottom or it's too dark to see anything. And like, yeah. you know, you feel seaweed in your leg. You're like, oh, what the fuck was that? You yeah, know? exactly. Uh, it's 5% that's insane yeah and that was as like recent as 2022 wow <clears throat> that's fucked that's crazy yeah. it goes to um, show yeah but uh yeah i love this scene when all the fishermen show up like one guy has like fucking dynamite <laughs> and they're all like going out on their boats like i was running into each other the one guy just throws diamond in the, in the fucking ocean and it blows <laughs> up and then like someone's like Oh, watch your starboard and the guy is like driving he's like what's that <laughs> like they don't even know what a boat is <laughs> anybody looking for the money yeah yeah exactly uh so then later that night um there's a big commotion and some fishermen caught a, sh- a shark they think it's the shark that did it and this is after they did like their uh the, well, i forget the word is the they checked the body and stuff like that and uh everyone's like cheering you know there's like newspapers or like go take a picture and like even brody's like gets in the the film and then like uh hooper is like in there like with his measuring tape measuring like <laughs> the jaws and the mayor's like get out of there like come on and then hooper says to brody like you know i don't think that's your shark like it could be but your shark is way bigger than this. And he's like, the only way we can find out is if we cut it open. Yeah. Um, and this shark is small. Yeah. Cause he says it's like a tiger shark. And the one guy is like, tiger shark. <laughs> <laughs> one of them says, uh, well, it's probably a Mako, but he says Mako. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a Mako. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, and then the mother from the beginning shows up and like just came from a funeral or something like that. And like this part pissed me off too because she like comes up and she's like to Brody, she's like, I just found out that a girl died a week and a half before my son died. Mm-hmm. And then she slaps him and I, and she's like, it's your fault. And I was like, okay, you can't just blame him. Your mayor's a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. It like, wasn't his call. No. And, like, Brody does say, he's like, yeah, okay, it was my fault, yeah. Like, he kind of does take part of the blame, but, like, the mayor just doesn't even take any responsibility. No, not at all. No. No. Uh, And I love, too, during all this, um, Quint is, like, on his boat, just in the harbor, just, like, 
sitting back and like watching everyone and he like knows that's not the shark oh yeah 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 because he's the only one that has like experience with actually going out and like doing charter fishing yeah because like his whole like house or whatever he lives in is like has all these like uh jaws you know uh yeah so he's like caught lots of sharks and stuff like that like he's Mm -hmm. the only one that really knows how to do it um so yeah they i forget do they go out does hooper and brody go out by themselves before they cut open the shark or is that after Uh, at nighttime i think it's after yeah so they yeah so they they bring the shark that they caught back to like their the marina or whatever like that and um they cut open the shark and just like other fish fall out. There's like a license plate that falls out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, okay, well, this isn't the shark that killed them because he was explaining before to the mayor, like they can still like, they're slow to digest. So like it could take up to 24 hours to, to get it at stomach. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now they Hooper and uh, Brody are going out. I I think just Brody and Hooper just wants to do more research. I think. Yeah. Um. So they go out and then they find a abandoned uh ship that uh has crashed. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't remember what happened to this because my like PS Five sometimes like skips a bit with the four Ks, so I just seen kind of like skipped ahead a bit, so I didn't see. I saw him like going under the water, but I forget. I think it's just like a jump scare that happens. And then does he find the bodies down there or no? Uh, The body of the fisherman whose boat it is. He does see it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is a jump scare. Like it's, he's swimming up to like a window and the guy's face like slams up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember that from the last time I watched it too. Yeah. Uh, And like the whole time Brody's like, you're not going to go in there, are you? And like Cooper's (laughs) like, Okay, I'll just be two minutes. It'll be fine. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, because Brody's afraid of the water. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't want like, to be out there at all. No, he doesn't like the water at all. No, no. Uh, so yeah. Now the next day, um, is like kind of the big weekend because everybody's hearing about what happened at the beach in uh, Amity. I think is the name of the town. Yeah. Um. So like this huge big ass uh ferry like pulls up all these bikers and like cars like tons of like thousands of people are here <laughs> and the mayor is like you know he's just doing his thing he doesn't care at all there's still two people that died yeah the beaches are open Hooper doesn't want the beaches to be open but he has no choice right there's like tons of people on the beach and then the mayor goes up to this old couple and he's like oh hey bill how's it going he's like why aren't you uh in the water <laughs> well the i just put my like, sunscreen on <laughs> yeah yeah you can tell that he was like kind of scared and then the mayor's like oh i get in the water no one's getting the water come on do it yeah so him and his wife get up go in the water and bring the grandkids their out there grandkids and i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and like even when they're getting in the water you can tell like they're fucking terrified like they do not want to get in that water no but then like the second they get out there 
Yeah. People are like, oh, wow, look at them. And then they just all start fucking rushing to Everyone the Everyone goes in there. Yeah. Um, this I did have a question about this scene, like, because Brody's two kids or one of the kids pulls up with his friends or if to put like a sailboat kind of thing in, yeah. the, in the ocean. And he's like, oh, no, go play in the pond. Mm-hmm. But like, what exactly was the pond? Because from what it seemed like to me, like Brody didn't think that any fish or anything from the ocean could get in there. I think it's just like a, sh- a more shallow part of the ocean. Like it's almost like an inlet. Uh, okay. Is what I got from it. Yeah. So I think he just assumes that like that there wouldn't that be a shark out there. Safe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so yeah, everyone's out in the, the ocean. Um, and then all the boats are also out there, like past the little like, sectioned off part where the people could swim yeah and then all of a sudden there's like a black fin that shows up <laughs> and uh and then everyone's like starts freaking the fuck out and like yeah. if someone did die here i wouldn't have been sad i mean like you probably deserved it for going yeah. in the fucking water fucking idiots uh but like people are freaking out there's like kids on a raft and one guy just like flips them over <laughs> and takes the raft <laughs> He's like fuck these kids, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like trampling over each other. Like people are getting stomped. It's like there's an old guy that's like passed out in the water. Yeah, he's just done, man. Uh, so I'm like, the people go up to like the the shark. They have like their guns out, harpoons, and it turns out to be the the two sons or one of the sons, I think. Or no, no they're, the just, they're just they're just friends. They're just yeah. And it's like imagine one of those guys just. Pulled the trigger, oh, fuck, fucking yeah. harpooned a kid. Like, yeah, like kids are fucking stupid, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I have yeah. four of them, and I fear for their future sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so while this is going on, everyone's getting out of the water. You hear, or the camera cuts to the boys on the boat, and there's like another random guy in like this little like, I don't know, paddle boat. Yeah. And he's like, hey, kids, you okay? <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> all of a sudden you see the shark behind him and, like, just bull into his boat, take yeah. him under, eat him. You see his leg, like, fall to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Then the kids, like, fall into the water, too. But then, um, yeah, they get out of there. The shark leaves. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah, like, was, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's pretty, like, scary, intense part. Mm-hmm. See, this is, like, this is shark behavior. As we know it, like I brought up during our episode of the shallows where like, I don't think that this shark would continuously attack this or like mm-hmm. stalk this one person mm-hmm. when it has a full blown like food supply a hundred feet away. Cause yeah. like the shark ate now it's full. Now it's leaving. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to keep fucking going and going and going. Yeah, exactly. But I think it was Hooper. He did say, to Brody at one point he's like this shark is going to keep coming back and it's going to keep attacking until its food source is depleted mm-hmm. so like until it eats everybody it's going to keep coming back yeah yeah exactly and then it'll eventually go somewhere else when there's nothing left to eat yeah yeah uh so yeah pretty much all this chaos happens and then before uh they hire Quince to I don't know if they'd really hire him, but they kind of convince him to mm-hmm. to go out. Um, the uh, the mayor is like at like their billboard that they have like <laughs> made up, 
And he's like freaking out because like some kids graffitied on it. They like painted a shark fin and on the billboard with like someone saying something like ah shark or something like that. Yeah. And he's like ripping Brody like it's his fault. And it's like <laughs> and then like some lady like teams up with the mayor and like is ripping Brody. It's like they're like, you got to keep our beaches safe. And it's like, how can I do that if you're letting people on the beach? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's... Everyone's got a place to blame somewhere, right? It's true. Uh, so, yeah, now they're, they go to Quint's uh, little house to try and convince him to come with them. And you can tell, like, right away, he does not like Hooper. Yeah. Like, you know... Hooper has all this like scientific stuff, like drugs and stuff. And mm-hmm. Quint's just like this old school guy, it's just like a spear and Arpoon. like a fishing rod, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love their like kind of dynamic they have. Oh man, they have such good banter back and yeah. forth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they end up um, convincing him to come help. And uh, I love like whenever he's like packing up the boat and just like some of the stuff he says, like Quint is so funny. And then like Brody shows up like with his wife and she's like scared and he's like, oh, I'm going fishing. Yeah. And they just hear like Quint in the background, just like going off about women and like <laughs> how there's such a burden and like stuff like that. Like they can't be fishermen. And I don't know. It's, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now into like kind of like the final scenes like this movie is like pretty long but it doesn't feel long to me at least yes and no there were some parts that dragged on yeah but yeah i mean it's i don't want to say that they should take anything away from it because i feel like every part that's in the movie kind of needs to be there but there was some parts where i felt mm-hmm. it was a bit long uh so yeah they're out in the ocean tracking this shark and they're like system you know they have like these like yellow barrels that i think they like that that they used to help like track the shark obviously yeah but also like to it kind of shows like how powerful the shark really is oh yeah because like the barrels like they're not filled with anything but like they're like very buoyant Mm-hmm. So like when they're down down under the water, like it obviously makes it heavy for whatever's dragging them, right? Yeah. So like at a certain point, like I think there's like three of them in Quince. Quince like, oh, he won't be able to stay under with them. Like pull them under, then like the shark does, and he's like, well, that's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brody during this like initial scene out on the out on the orca too, because he's just he's got this big bucket of chum, and he's just scooping fucking fish guts yeah. into the water and he looks like he's ready to fucking throw up himself. he does he has like some rag that he's putting i don't know what it is on it but like he's sniffing it so i yeah. guess it probably helps with like his seasickness and stuff yeah and he's just like throwing it out there and then like uh quint is just like in his chair with like his fucking big ass fishing rod he has like yeah. the straps all that and then like they're going and then they see the shark and like well, actually, only Quint she sees the shark at first. Yeah. And he's just like, he doesn't see it. His like fishing line is like mm-hmm. slowly going. I love that like, he's just so calm about it. Like yeah. he's just sitting there and like just watching his fishing <laughs> line. It felt like five minutes, right? Yeah. And then he's like, 
okay, Hooper, you know, turn the boat, whatever. And then Quint, like, get behind me, strap me in. And then, like, he, like, hooks onto it, like, has, like, a foot thing. Like, yeah, he's, he's got this wild-ass setup, man. He does, yeah. <laughs> Where he doesn't have to stand up. He just keeps sitting down in yeah. his fucking yeah. chair. Yeah. Um. So a crazy thing that Spielberg wanted to do for this movie is that he wanted to train a shark. Yeah. He wanted to use a real fucking shark. I don't think you're training a shark. <laughs> you're not training a shark, man. That is a... Apex predator. Apex predator, yes. Um, But I think it worked out for the best, honestly, because, like, the shark in this looks fantastic. Yeah, it just showed what they could do with what they had. Mm-hmm. Like, they made three animatronic sharks. Yeah. And, like, almost 50 years later, like, the shark still looks really good. It does. It does. Like, they had the Jaws ride at Universal Studios for, yeah. like, ever. Yeah. And, unfortunately, it wasn't there when I went, like, maybe, I think, in 2015 or something like that. Like, it wasn't there anymore. I think they had just closed it down maybe a few years before that. But, yeah, like, that ride was there forever. So, like, this kind of kind of goes to show, like, how well this movie yeah, expands across audiences and stuff. Yeah, like how popular it remained. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like this whole like end sequence is like amazing. Um, just like the the tensity, like the the shark looks really good. Uh, like Quint has his plan, and then like they end up losing the shark. They like spear it with one of the the barrels, and then it eventually ends up swimming away, and then it's like turns dark. So they kind of. There's waiting for the shark, right? Like yeah. Hooper and or at least Brody wants to go back into shore, come back out the next day, but you know, Quint's like, nah, we can't do that, man. Yeah. And uh this scene at nighttime when they're down like in the little kitchen area, like eating, drinking, you know, it seems like they're pretty fucking hammered at, at this point, and they start like saying a song. I forget what it is, but it's great. Yeah, because like Cooper starts to show Quint that he's not just like some rich guy with a whole bunch of technology. Like mm-hmm. he shows him like he's, they start comparing scars and it's like, show me, yeah. show me yours and I'll show you mine sort of thing. Yeah. And like Quint is kind of starting to respect him a little bit. Yeah. And then Brody asks Quint about a scar that he's got on his forearm. Yeah. And Quint says, Oh, that was a tattoo that I had removed. Mm-hmm. And then that turns into like one of the best dialogues in well the the best dialogue in the movie and like fucking even like from any movie like him talking about his experience whenever he was in the navy and like their ship mm-hmm. capsized and like he was out there in the open ocean yeah and just all of a sudden all of his fucking friends and fellow crewmates just start mm-hmm. getting picked off by these sharks yeah and he said they started off with 1100 men and only 360 of them survived or something like that yeah yeah just fucking crazy but yeah. it's just the way he tells the story robert shaw just did an amazing mm-hmm. job i think yeah because at first like hooper is like joking he's like mother and it starts like laughing really hard and like he's like hammered and then uh like Quint says, like, no, it's USS Indianapolis. And then just like the like tone in the room just totally changed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, also, the scene, probably one of the most iconic scenes we didn't even mention. Uh, whenever Brody, the day before, whenever Brody sees a shark, like fully sees a shark. Yeah. And he just like stops moving, walks backwards into the thing and just says to Quint, you're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Quint's like, what do you mean? And then they see the shark and it's just like circling. And then he's like, and uh, Hooper's like, it's a 20 footer. And then Quint's like, nah, that's 25 foot shark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like this shark is the size of the boat that they're on. Pretty much, yeah. It's big, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, when they're down there and they're telling their stories and all of a sudden you hear like banging like while they're like singing and stuff like that. And it's the shark trying to fucking bane into the boat. All this water's coming in and stuff like that. They're trying to pump it out. Um, and then I think they end up shooting their barrel on to the shark. Yeah. At this point. Um yeah, it's just chaos right now. Like, I don't know how they're surviving this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the next day, they when they get the second barrel, um, you can kind of show, like, how much Brody does not know about any, like, boating stuff like that. Because, like, mm-hmm. which is, like, up on where the, where the steering is. And they have, like, the ropes. And he's like, okay, tie the ropes to uh, the cleaves in the back, whatever it is. Yeah. And then so Hooper ties his and then like Brody doesn't like take the rope over top of Hooper. He just lets it go around or he goes behind him, doesn't go in front of him. Yeah. And then like Quint is like, yo, go in front of him. Like, don't fucking do that. And then as soon as he ties it, the fucking shark pulls it and like almost like takes off fucking (laughs) Hooper's legs. Yeah. Well, and he tells him too. He said, as soon as, like, he said, like, if you feel this rope move at all or whatever, like, let it go. Yeah. He said, I've seen guys lose their fingers. Yeah. And even still, like, he, he does let it go, but the rope's moving so fast, it ends up cutting his hand, burning his hand. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hooper almost got uh, taken out, but yeah. He got out of there. Yeah. Uh, so now they're pretty much like running out of options. Um, their boat is like slowly sinking. They only have a couple more more barrels left. So, um, I think they get one more barrel on the the shark, and then at this point, like Quint's like, okay, the shark's done. Like, there's no way he can go under. Then like goes under, and like Quint's like shocked. He's like, that's never happened before. Yeah. Just goes to show like how powerful this thing is. Uh, so the running of options, and then finally Quint is like he grabs one of Hooper's like spear dart things. He's like, okay, like what can these things do? You know, he's like finally kind of coming to terms with that. Like he needs help with this shark. Yeah. So he's like explaining, he's like, yeah, like I have this so and so drug. Like pump it with him, and he'll be asleep i guess and then quint's like well will this pierce its skin he's like nope it won't pierce so (laughs) the only way you can do it is if i get in its mouth yeah it's like jesus christ so they have this like uh this gate or this uh cage so they end up throwing hooper in the cage and you know he's kind of volunteering because like brody's like you're gonna fucking die like he's gonna get through that thing and hoop like 
screams at him like what other options do we have like you mm-hmm. know the run out of options and what to do yeah so he gets in there like as soon as you get in there like you know that that shark is coming for him and like <laughs> he was lucky as fuck to not get killed here would you ever do this absolutely not no you wouldn't do cage dive nope nope hmm. i don't know if i would I would rather do that than like swim openly with sharks, like well, some people um, do. Yeah. But no, I would never do that. Hmm. Be exhilarating. It would, but ah, uh, shush, that's crazy. You see the video of the guy, like the shark got in with him. Yeah, the glass one. Yeah. Did you see the glass one where it comes up through the fucking bottom of the yeah. glass? It's like, fucking what the nuts. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Uh, Anyway, so I think at this scene they did they use like real shark footage. They had I think so. I think so. Because like the shark is like at one point like on top of it, like flaying around on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it looks still... too good to be the like the yeah, animatronic yeah. one. Yeah, that's what made me so mad. Like as soon as like he brought that long ass like fucking spear in there with him, and then had his hands out, I was like, okay, you're lo- you're dropping that thing, like yeah. no doubt. <laughs> As soon as the shark like slammed into it, he dropped it like an idiot. Yeah. And then the thing just makes it way in there. And then I don't know how we got out, but he made his way out and then swims down and like hides behind some like coral reef. Mm-hmm. Um, and then meanwhile, the shark is like on top of the cage and it's like pulling it. And then the whole like system like breaks and chaos happens. Uh, and then they start pulling up the thing and then it's gone. And this is where we get uh, the untimely death of our boy Quint. Yeah, yeah. This uh, at this point the boat is like kind of slowly sinking, and the shark is just like coming at him and like just hops up on the back of the boat and like <laughs> just pulling it down. And Quint like just slides in the boat and he almost made it, man. He tried to he fights him. he, he fights does. it off. But then the shark just slowly tromps up his fucking legs and it was a pretty brutal death. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was texting. I like... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I was texting Erica and I was like, fuck, man, like Quinn's death still gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how we do get some foreshadow in this movie, like of the ending. Because mm-hmm. whenever they first get on the boat and like uh, <clears throat> Brody knocks over like the cylinders. Yeah. And then Ro- or Hooper like immediately yells at him like, "Yeah, that's fucking dangerous. Like, be careful." And then Quint says something like about it in the mouth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just listening uh, to you. <clears throat> so yeah, Quint uh, is dead, and now the the boat is like fully sinking. Um, Brody's like in the little room, and then the shark just like fucking. Plows through the side of the thing into the boat. He grabs like one of the last cylinders, throws it in its mouth, and then it leaves. And then he gets up on like the the mast, and mm-hmm. the shark is like coming towards him. He has a gun, and he's like trying to shoot it, and he's like blow up, motherfucker, and then <laughs> hits it miraculously. Shark fucking blows the fuck up. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely dead. Um, so he's like. Pretty much in the water and then you see uh hooper come out he's alive and then they like start paddling their way back to the 
the shore on their like little uh buck whatever the barrels barrels yeah yeah we see a scene like this in uh uh deep blue sea too when um ll cool j blows up the shark yes yeah yeah so like this movie i don't know like people have been not trying to replicate it mm-hmm. for since it was made but like they take bits and pieces of it for sure yeah because like LL Cool J basically did the exact same thing that Brody just did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I love like the last song in the movie, like Brody just says, you know, I like the water now or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Anything else uh, they want to mention or bring up? Mm, I don't think so. Already, Will, that's the way the blood splatters. Oh, excuse me. All right, how'd you rate this movie? Uh, this is a pretty easy rating for me. Um, story gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, I just, I love the, the, the story of this, like the character development you get of like the three main characters in this. Like they're, um, like you said, they're banter back and forth. They, they love and hate each other and they just have one goal to get this fucking shark yeah um i like how it plays out it's very the story is like written like intensely like uh the dialogue is great everyone has some great lines um so yeah 10 out of 10 and then quality also gave it a 10 out of 10 Uh, i just think this movie is amazingly well made for what was it like 1978 or something like that 75 75 uh like still holds up today the animatronics look great the the acting's pretty good um the cinematography is great there's like a couple scenes where you could tell there's like blue screen like or green screen behind mm-hmm. then when they're doing a the couple like the ocean scenes but uh yeah i thought this would be look great and the score obviously the score is amazing so yeah yeah, this is a masterpiece to me. Sweet. What about you? Uh, my story, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Okay. I said, although it is the shark movie, it's still just a shark movie. But I say that with the utmost respect because this is like <laughs> this is like the one that started it all off and it's arguably the best one to be ever made. Um, And like I'm saying it's just a shark movie because I wasn't around when it first came out. So like... Mm-hmm. We've seen countless shark movies now that all have like the same basic premise, but like in 1975, this was new and fresh and likely absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, Which leads me to my next point of Steven Spielberg being a fucking mastermind because he single-handedly created one of the biggest widespread fears that we see today. Yeah. And that's with sharks. Um, So like my nine comes from the fact that it is, a shark movie so mm-hmm. like it's not like any like mind-blowing story or anything like that and i did mention before there was some parts where i felt like it was a little too long but mm-hmm. um still brilliantly made movie in my opinion yeah uh quality i did give it a 10 out of 10 though um, I said the world hadn't seen anything like this movie at that point, And it was a cinematic masterpiece with like the camera work, the animatronic sharks, 
uh, and that iconic score. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually the first film ever shot on the ocean. Oh, really? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, those scenes when they're out on the boat, they're actually out on the boat. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. So, yeah, 9 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10 for me. Very nice. <laughs> All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The Critics' Consensus. Compelling, well-crafted storytelling and a judicious sense of terror ensures Steven Spielberg's Jaws ensure Steven Spielberg's Jaws has remained a benchmark in the art of delivering modern blockbuster thrills. So, what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to go 96%. Oh, so close. 97%. Damn it. <laughs> uh, on 99 reviews, and I believe this is probably our highest rated movie that we've ever done with a 9.3 out of 10 average score. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, up there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the audience score was a 90% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 4.4 to 5 or an 8.8 out of 10. So, nice masterpiece in the eyes of the fans yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Letterboxd average is a 4 out of 5. Um, I gave it a five out of five. You gave it a four and a half. Our friend Alan gave it a three out of five. Yeah. X XHR pod gave it a four out of five. Um, there's a lot here. Erica, five out of five. Uh, Nathan from I Hope You Suffer, a five out of five. I think Jensen somewhere here. He was like a Three and a half out of five. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anthony, a five out of five, and John, a four and a half. Nice. Yep. Well, the only one we really have to talk to is Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a piece of our mind. Yep. All right. You ready for the scary section? I am. What did you give it for a scare rating? Scare rating, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Uh, still being from 1975, this is still... It's not as scary as, as probably what it was back in 1975, but mm-hmm. still a lot of the scenes were shot really well, and the score really does add to a couple of the scenes. Um, there isn't that... You don't see that much gore, but like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't need to have a lot of gore i feel like no it doesn't um and quinn's death is pretty pretty brutal so yeah yeah uh scary scene i went with the opening scene because you do get okay. like that iconic score right at the beginning and like it's kind of like nighttime so like you don't really see the shark that well or even at mm. all i don't think and like you get the shot underwater but you can't see anything so like yeah I know. I think it's, it's just one of the more intense scenes in the movie. Yeah. And then would I survive? I probably wouldn't be swimming in the ocean because I'm not a big swimmer. So hmm. I think I would survive. All right. Sweet. 
for my scare rating, I gave it a four out of 10. Uh, I said okay. open water and a giant ass man eating shark is a scary premise. Some of the scenes are genuinely scary, but overall this wasn't like a very visually scary movie. Um, it's just mostly like the thought of what's happening that kind of gives mm -hmm. it that big horror. Uh, scary scene. I said the jump scare when they're scuba diving and that fisherman's face like kind of jumps out at them in the window. Mm -hmm. He's like missing an eye and his other eyes like bulging <laughs> out. And it's just like, he looks disgusting. Yeah. Um, would I survive? I said, yes, I've only been in the ocean a handful of times and I've never gone out far enough that a great white would be getting anywhere close to me. <laughs> so I think I'm good. Nice. Um, before we wrap this up, have you ever seen the movie Orca? No, I remember you watching it um, because I forget how it came up on like one of our chats or something like that. Mm. But I think we like we read like it came out like pretty much right after it and yeah. was basically like using Jaws as a stepping stone. And like, yeah, yeah I remember you talking about it because I think you watched it, right? Yeah, I'd watched it when I was a kid, and then I I watched it like a couple years ago too. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nowhere near as good, but it's still kind of like a it's still a good movie, mm -hmm. just not on this level. But you can tell that they were trying to to definitely ride on the coattails and like the popularity of Jaws and yeah, try yeah. to make their own movie. But yeah, do you think this movie, along with like Jurassic Park? like Spielberg is going for like action adventure and just like accidentally makes a horror movie. I think he did that with Jurassic park. Mm -hmm. I feel like with this movie, he was trying to make it horror. Okay. Because I mean, he does have like those horror elements, right? Mm -hmm. like we do have that score which really adds the tension to it and like this isn't yeah. a very action-packed movie whereas like Jurassic Park is no. <clears throat> and like we have that scene with the fisherman and his eye falling out and like the mm -hmm. blood and the guts and like there's quite a bit of gore so yeah I feel like he was probably going for horror with this one but maybe not so much with Jurassic Park right what are your thoughts yeah I, I don't, I mean, it's tough. Like, I don't think he was going for horror, like being like one of his first movies. Mm. But I don't know. Well, he got it. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most iconic horror movies ever made. Yep. All right. Well, that's it on Jaws. That's it. Um, so yeah, like I said, we were going to be doing a villain face-off, but we're not anymore. But we are going to keep the movie that we had originally planned. Yep. And next week, we're going to be talking about Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't watched this movie in so long. Um, it's been probably, yeah, probably seven, eight years since I've last watched it. Yeah, I know that they used shitty CGI for the snake, so I think we're going to be having some good conversations about that one okay okay yeah <laughs> um but yeah i'm excited it's been a while since i've watched it so yeah me too be a fun one yeah all right i'm gonna try and get through this i'm feeling my sickness coming on uh-oh but uh yeah if you want to catch us on social media you can find us at a podcast on elm street 
at on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Stay out of the ocean. Yes. Bring your bring your bat or your shark repellent. Yep. From the original and- Batman movie. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. Oh man. Alrighty, we'll talk to you guys next week. Alright, see you later.